Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, welcome to Hour 3 of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I have to say, I'm very proud of myself. Okay. For having the smallest bag in the history of Deval bags, as far as purses go. Oh, well, that's what you were showing me? Is that what yes. that is? Yes. This well, is my purse. Where's your other satchel that's and all it. that stuff? That's it. Look at that. That's wow. what happens when airlines try to nickel and dime me. I go, I, you're, all right. Uh-huh. All right. I can do this. You don't know me. <laughs> They don't even let you check in until you get to the airport so they can check that you are not trying to sneak on a carry-on bag. You know, listen, that ain't all airlines, my friend. I fly the big D, and they don't, I can check in. I I don't have to do the, and I get it. Sometimes those discount airlines, there's a real value of like, oh, you know what? I actually don't use this, so we can keep the fare down. But the part that I don't like is when they say nearing takeoff. All right, let's roll those windows down and flap. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like no, I'm I'm flying a big airline. Yeah, I'm but, not the, but they a have a unique airline. economic structure, though. Right. Some of them have adopted this a la carte structure, and I kind of prefer the let's just do it all, all in. And like when I fly Delta, thank you guys. I may uh, uh, I have miles. What do you want me to do? Apologize about that. My well, you get miles on other stuff too. Yeah, but I know, you're but like I mean, a TSA pre-check guy, right? Yeah, although it ran out. Oh, what? How many? I thought it was good for like five years. So guess when I got it, Donna? Five years ago. You were nailing it today. Oh man, I was told there would be no math, but look at me <laughs> excelling. So wait a minute. So have you brought a purse on a normal purse that you would like wear over your shoulder? You it's- get charged more than you do this little purse. Well, do you get purse shamed on this airline? Yeah, wow. I can't have a purse and a and a bag. You get one personal item. I'm going away for the weekend. I have one little bag that goes under the seat. Donna's wearing all of her outfits right now. You damn right. I'm not even wearing a coat because I'm like, no, I don't need the extra stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They they. I, it's so exhausting. Just. Tell me how much the flight is, and let me bring a carry-on. Carry-on free. Yes. Keep calm and so carry I on. So I could bring a carry-on. I just can't put it in the overhead compartment. See what I'm saying? Well, you got to pay extra if you put it in the overhead compartment? Yeah, 30 bucks. As, a, as opposed to keeping it under the seat in front of you? Yes. I don't have time for that rodeo, okay? I don't have time for that carousel of madness. 
I just want to be able to, to your point, book a thing, keep my bag under 50 pounds, carry something on if I want, and that's it. All right. Sorry I blew up. What are we supposed to do here? Well, let me mention something about the, uh, the Kardashians. Okay. I saw a Kylie lip kit box. Yeah. In my home. And Her I was like, what is, is going on here? supposed to be really good. Did your Lou, wife order this? Lou was looking for some particular lip color. And then she asked somebody, like, oh, that's really nice. What is that? And they said, I guess it comes from this Kylie lip kit. And then bada bing, bada boom. A couple days later, there's this Kylie lip kit box on our kitchen counter. And I just thought, boy, this feels... I mean, lipstick is lipstick, right? But it feels so weird because... Lou knows jack squat about the Kardashians. And now she's we're we're helping to fund the empire. We're giving money to Kylie. It's Kylie, yeah. Kylie. And then yeah. there's Kendall. What does Kendall do? Is she a model? Yes. Yes, she is. And then Chloe is there. Chloe. I have no idea what she does. She works out. Wait, am I thinking of Chloe? But wait, what about the other one? Then there's Kim, but of course. But who's oh, the... oh, I'm thinking of Courtney. Courtney. I'm thinking of yeah. So Courtney. Chloe, I don't know what she does. Courtney, I think she's a businesswoman, owns some kind of boutique or something. Okay. I don't know. She's got a rock star husband. Okay. Don't matter. I'm being shamed. Do we have emails? Yeah. Mail time. here. Sarah I got says, time for this. Here we go. Sorry, Donna. You just dethroned Steve as the I can't believe you didn't know that king. Not what? knowing the Angels are a baseball team is slightly worse than not knowing Dolly wears wigs. <laughs> I don't you. think it's worse, Sarah. I think not knowing Dolly's wearing wigs is worse. I don't know. What's a that's a there's a there's a I didn't say I didn't question. know the Mets were a team. I didn't say I didn't know the twins. I didn't say the Cardinals. The Angels. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm doubling wow. down. Um and also uh Jenny said, please ask Steve to never again say I fly the big D. Okay. Ew. You know, guys, if I can't speak freely here about my truth, and I get it, my phrasing doesn't always, what's the word, come out the right way, isn't always appropriate, often offends people, isn't the right way to say it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I did. I regret saying it now. I'm flying Delta this weekend, and you know what I asked for was a uh, an upgrade. Like, hey, if there's an upgrade available, could you upgrade me, please? So far, no upgrade. But what if I got upgraded the first class? You want to see someone oh, get man. obnoxious, it would I be me. Should have brought some chocolates. Damn it. I don't even get to pick a seat. I'm sitting in the middle of somebody. What do you mean you should have brought some chocolate? What's that mean? Get an upgrade. Oh. I hear that sometimes if you're nice to the flight attendants and others, the... Uh, the gate attendant said sometimes you get a little something extra. Oh, that'll be me Saturday as I slide a hoagie across the countertop. A hoagie, okay. Hungry fella? Hmm. What are they serving in first class today? Do you know? No, sir, but you're about to find out. That's how I see that encounter going down wow. for me. Wow. Uh, $278 is what it costs to upgrade a flight 
um, to get to first class right now. What? Do you think that's a lot or a little? Yes. I think it's a little. It used to be a hundred bucks as far as like eight years ago. I think you're wrong. I don't think I am because I I've done you're... it many times. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't think that's the standard. Air, first class has always been like double coach. Oh, maybe I, I'm thinking of Sun Country. How much is it to upgrade? Everybody look uh, to first class. Okay. I'm going to say on. I'm going to look on my hometown airline. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. $2 to $35, depending on the time of the year. Oh, it sounds like you got a real nice first class waiting for you up there. <laughs> oh, Donna, I'm sorry, okay. but Donna. I'm a no, big no, no. star. I'm no. Steve Patterson. No, no. I would never fly in coach. No. I'm sorry. If the upgrade to first class is 2 bucks, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't first class Goodbye, you're going Chuck. to, guys. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Two bucks. Twelve bucks get you in the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, that's fine. I don't know about all yeah, this. No, I'm seeing first class upgrades range in price from twenty nine to one ninety nine, depending on the distance. The cost to, up, to upgrade to first class on a short haul flight, less than three to four hours, ranges from two hundred to five hundred dollars, depending on the airline. The cost to upgrade to a first class on a long haul flight, more than six hours, uh, can range from one thousand to five thousand dollars or more, depending on the airline. This whole two buck chuck situation that you think you <laughs> think you win it, you, I think Donna thinks she flew first class a lot and she slid no, that we money. Did. Girlfriend I was probably in like row twelve. No, I swear to you, my friends and I would update to first class for a hundred bucks extra, and we'd get you know free drinks and food and. You know, reclining. I'm not kidding you. Now, I haven't gone on vacation in a long time. Like a real vacation. Like out of the country. Mike said 12 bucks will get you in the cockpit. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Whose side are you on? The side of sense and reason. I swear to God, it cost 100 bucks to upgrade. Now, again, it wasn't last week. You are so out of touch. (laughs) I think... You come across as more out of touch. More humble, yes, but more out of touch. I think you win that one, too. That's fine. In this specific topic. By the way, Keanu Reeves is cool. He got his stunt team Rolexes, which we um, had heard that had been in the news. But we also find out that he got his entire stunt crew personalized T-shirts. Each shirt depicted the number of times the person, quote-unquote, died throughout the movie. For some of them, it was over 20 times. And I guess this means that there are some fight sequences where there are tons of stunt performers, sometimes up to 35, and uh, like one guy in one specific scene, I guess, gets taken out five or six times just in that scene. So I guess people die and come back to life That's in this a movie. very thoughtful gift. I mean, to, to pay attention to that and to personalize for every person, that's very thoughtful. Hmm. You know what he could have done as a gift, knowing how economical it is, could have bumped them all up to first class. <sighs> Two bucks each times what? 25 guys? 50 You're bucks. hilarious. We're going to go. When I'm going to get a witness on the line. Oh, I know. Some Judy who, <laughs> you know, traveled three decades ago is going to tell us that you're right. <laughs> when we come back, we've got a couple of studies. We hope that you stay with us. Hope Donna does. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. 
everything entertainment. Talking about upgrading to first class. And Steve, how much did you say it was? 200 and what? They said, uh, the internet says for a short haul flight, uh, four hours and below, it ranges between two and $500. For a long haul flight, six hours and above, uh, the upgrade over a coach ticket would be between 1000 and $5,000. 5000 would probably be if you were going to Shanghai or something like that on one okay. of these ritzy things, staying on one of those fancy pods in the front of the plane. Donna, meanwhile, claims that uh, you could pretty much just upgrade to first class for a couple bucks, as in two dollars. I used to upgrade for $100 on Sun Country. And you don't believe me. And I swear to you that I did. I think that all we've got love for Sun Country. You've got love. You're a dedicated. You're going to walk out of this segment with an endorsement, my friend. (laughs) I'm just saying, and this is no disrespect to Sun Country, but not all first classes are created equally. Even within Delta's fleet, you could pay a first class ticket on one flight. It's really nice. And on your return flight... You're in kind of a puddle jumper plane. Oh, well, why would you upgrade for that? Because you don't know ahead of time. Uh-huh. They don't tell you explicitly. Yeah, they do. They tell you what kind of plane you're flying on every time. You seem angry right now. I'm mad at you. And by the way, Michelle said Donna's right. I used to work for Sun Country. It was $100 to upgrade. But that's back in the day when they served everyone a hot sandwich and didn't charge for bags. Probably up until 2010. So okay. Did their first class feel like first lux- class? Luxurious? Absolutely. Have you been in other first classes? Of course. Why? I, I I wonder why you're doubting. Well, I guess because I've only ever seen it so much more. I look at first class tickets all the time on Delta when I'm going to book, and then the the difference between coach and first class is never, and I mean never in my search history, one hundred dollars. That must be. It times must be different. Than the last time I flew to Mexico, because that's when I would upgrade. Uh, Because Amy says, Donna, Sun Country doesn't have actual first class. Sorry, they're just considered premium seats. Okay, well, that's new to me. New to me. You don't think that's what it was like back in the day? No, 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 no. I mean, there was leg room and there was free food and free alcoholic beverages. Way more leg room. Which is, and you still have that free stuff, that free first class? Up in Delta, it is like that. I'm, now, I've never paid for first class. I've only ever been booked in it like, woohoo, just so happens to be in first class. But that is you sit down and you have got white wine at your seat. And then they serve you meals. Remember, I saw that one guy's hoagie, my first time in first class. Oh, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they serve you meals, hot meals, great meals. Jesse says, don't worry, Donna, I got your back. I well remember my parents used to get the $100 first class upgrade on Sun Country flights, too. I want to investigate what their first class was like. I want to hear from more people. Because I feel like you're making me feel like I'm in the poor man's first class. No, I'm not trying. Well, I'm not trying to gaslight you here on this. I'm just saying in my search, I have never I would have flown first class on my own dime before if I had seen a true first class experience that is only $100 more on a multiple-hour flight. Well, I've just never seen that. Okay, so you're 38. You would have been 28, 27, 26, 27. You would have been young. You would have been a 25-year-old probably the last time that I flew that way. So maybe, I don't know, maybe my my dysmorphia with time is coming into play here. 
Sure. I like let know. me let me give you for instance here. Delta. This is just a flight that I pulled up on kayak. Okay. Looking at Delta, um, this is a flight from Minneapolis St. Paul to Orlando. Okay. Popular destination right now for you spring breakers. And I looked at it from June twelfth, a Monday through Friday, June sixteenth. Okay. Okay. So it's not a premium because it's happening right now. All right. Your basic economy ticket is four hundred and fifty eight dollars. Okay. And then after that, main cabin is five hundred and eighteen dollars. Comfort plus is six ninety eight. We're still not in first class yet, and there's already a disparity of two hundred and forty dollars. All right. Well, I'm getting emails here. I'm flying to Delta to Chicago, says Kellyanne. I'm doing this on Saturday. I can upgrade first class for one hundred and six dollars and forty three cents. Hi, Donna. This says Carrie. I think it was 2017. I went to Florida, upgraded first class on Delta for 120 coming back to Minnesota. Worth it. So that's a one, one way, 120. So for the whole round trip ticket, that'd be closer to 250. Okay. Well, I've only upgraded one way. Okay. That's a little more okay. wrap your head I, around yes. it. Yes. Because I only look at it when I'm doing like a round trip ticket. And this upgrade for $278 to go to Florida is the cheapest I've ever seen. Okay. All right. Somebody else says, funny, Steve knows all about first class because he flies it for free. Wowzers. That's from Nancy. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Let's go to Julie. Hey, Julie, we got about uh, 30 seconds. What say you? Okay. Well, this is Julie from New Hope. Hey, Julie. And I used to be a travel agent back in the day. Hey. And Donna, yes, you are correct. Sun Country did have the $100 one-way upgrade fees. And Sun Country no longer offers first class. Got it. Um, And I... Okay, now I'm going to get a little starstruck because I'm going to say something to Steve. But, um, Steve, round trip first class, most destinations, if you're paying first class, I would say they are roughly around $1,000 round trip. Right. Depending, you know, domestically, I should say. Um, But to just upgrade a one-way, you can use miles, you can use, you know, like a... um, like not a price difference, but they they charge you a fee or whatever to upgrade. Sure. But again, I haven't been in the business for about fifteen years. So, well, but the one way versus yeah. the round. So, trip. I think you're you're concerned. A hundred dollars is like, oh, you're just going to move up a row or whatever. Right. Exactly. I want to be on the other side of the curtain. I Correct. want a hot meal Absolutely. and all of that kind of stuff. Um, expanding this from the whole time in my head, I'm thinking this is a round trip conversation when you no. book the tickets. What does it cost? Because my round trip for this flight that I'm doing down south uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. it would be about $630 for me, excuse me, $530 for me to upgrade round trip, yeah. which is usually what it does. It usually doubles the price of the ticket right. for first class. I would class. never do that. No. <laughs> no, this is this is like a last minute decision when you're in line waiting to, you know, get on the plane. Right. You go, let's just upgrade to first class. And yeah. um, thank you, Julie. It's good to hear Julie, from you. We got to go. All right. Thank Have you. a good day. We love you. Bye. Sorry, we've got other callers on the line, but we're not going to get to them. Um, Sarah says, give it up, Steve. Donna's talking years ago when everything was better and you didn't have to pay for it. Of course, it's more expensive now. Everything is. Again, this whole time I'm thinking round trip and the idea of just, oh, just tack an extra hundred bucks on. That would be great. Okay. And I want it to be full first class. But it was full first class. It was completely first class. Mm. Behind the curtain. Mm. First, like, five rows. Why don't you believe me? Why don't you think I don't believe you? I don't know.
Good Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know I always tell you to check those Google reviews. I wouldn't endorse something unless I didn't believe in it or uh, they did good work. Uh, Crescent Tide does do good work. I was looking at their Google reviews uh, right this very moment, actually. Here are the top two ones, uh, the last two that were written. Uh, they say the Crescent Tide team was a gift. Calm, kind, sincere, clear, never hurried or impatient, always available. Uh, here's the next one. Uh, Verlin picked up our mom. He was humble and sensitive to our loss, and he had the proper reverence while transporting her. Uh, they were kind and respectful and made the process very easy and very simple. Everybody says this about Crescent Tide. They're good people. It's Lisa and Verlin. It's a little family-owned business right here in St. Paul. They used to be in the full-service funeral business, and then one day they said, you know what? Let's just keep it simple. Most people seem to want just a simple cremation these days. Let's do that and do that well. That's what they do. They start at just $800. Check them out today. Crescenttide.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Donna. It's Steve. My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Thanks for hanging with us. Donna had to split early. We sent her out to go to the airport. She's going to Newark. I'd make a joke, another joke about Newark, but let's face it, they got it better than we do. It's going to be in the 50s there this weekend, and as you just heard Mike vomit up the weather <laughs> forecast for this weekend. Honest to goodness, Mike, two days ago, yeah. it was it was like could, possibility of light snow. There is something unique about this storm system that changed swiftly. It's any time you get this time of year, it's the, the temperature. There's just that line where if it's a degree or two colder or a degree or two warmer, you're going to get a lot of rain or a whole bunch of snow. And I think we're right at that line where it seems like the temps are maybe a little lower than they were originally predicting. So You know what I don't like? I haven't heard any meteorologists saying... We think it's going to be more in like the two to four range, primarily rain, and then it will switch to snow, which isn't so great. Uh, Meanwhile, in Pittsburgh, you know, I'm meeting up with my brothers this weekend. My brother, he he got tickets to go to one of the practice rounds at Augusta National for the Masters. And it's really cool because it'll be a laid back day there. And so you can just sort of, we're going to, I mean, we're going to be there as early as we can and we're going to stay as late as we can. Mm -hmm. One of the fun things is you are allowed to bring in uh, cameras, even like professional camera equipment. One of my brothers is a photographer and that's not always the case at the Masters. They have their own way of how they want the patrons, as they call them, to uh, conduct themselves. But on that Tuesday, you can bring cameras. So it should be a whole lot of fun. But he said in Pittsburgh, I think on Saturday, they're getting like 60-mile-per-hour winds that are coming through there, so they're not sure if their flight's going to be able to get out of there because big winds makes for big problems when a plane is trying to get in the sky. So anyway, uh, hang in there, guys. I guess one more storm. If you forgot the sled ride this whole winter, go sledding this time. If you've been waiting to do something in the snow with the kids, let's make the most of it. Do it this weekend. Before we call Brian to find out what the soup of the day is, um, Donna gets sick of me talking about these artificial intelligence stories, and I'm not looking for them. I don't search artificial intelligence. I keep coming across them because they're just in the news. This one, perhaps a touch worrisome. Apparently, Elon Musk and 1,000 others have asked for a pause on artificial intelligence projects. I'll read it as written in the Morning Brew newsletter. Elon Musk and other tech leaders signed an open letter calling on developers to, quote, pause giant AI experiments. The petition, which more than 1,000 AI experts have signed, warns that artificial intelligence poses, here we go, quote, profound risks to society and humanity. Oh, boy. And they, again, artificial intelligence experts, 
are asking researchers to put their projects on ice for at least six months. Uh, OpenAI launched the latest version of its language model, GPT-4, that chat GPT-4 that we've talked about. Google has rolled out its artificial intelligence chatbot called BARD last week. Microsoft added AI capabilities to its Bing search engine back in February. Uh, Goldman Sachs even shared a report on Monday that said artificial intelligence could boost worker productivity so much that the annual world GDP, gross domestic product, how much money we're generating, could jump by 7%. Why stop the progress now? Well, they say it's kind of for Frankenstein reasons. Per the letter, developers are, quote, locked in an out-of-control race to develop and deploy ever more powerful digital minds that no one, not even their creators, can understand, predict, or reliably control. We don't know we're in the first 15 minutes of the horror movie until we're out of the first 15 minutes of the horror movie, and I feel like that is where we're at right now. That is so well said. The first 15, it just feels like another movie. Honey, guess what we accomplished at the lab today? Guess what that robot can do now? (laughs) But when you've got dudes like Elon Musk and a bunch of other artificial intelligence experts saying, warning, this is going too fast, I just worry about some of the machines that artificial intelligence could interact with mm-hmm. and override other controls and just sci-fi, me no likey. Um, one thing me do likey is soup. It's that time of the day. Why don't we do it? Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. It's always a Cheers, Brian. Brian, happy Thursday. What what was that? Happy Thursday. It was just a cordial greeting to start our conversation off. Oh, yeah, to you as well. Whatever. Um, Hey, Donna left. She's going to Newark, so she had to run to the airport early. But I want to start by quickly saying Mike just came in, Mike the Mensch, our producer, and said that he had an encounter at the CAF. Mike, tell me what you told Brian. Well, I'm not uh, the biggest soup guy, but uh, I did yeah. just finish the Mediterranean chicken, and yeah. it was by far the greatest thing I've ever eaten from that cafeteria. Boom. There wow. we go. So good. Okay, so the entree coming in hot, people loving it. That's got to make you feel good. What soup did we pair with this Mediterranean I chicken? I did a chickpea stew. Oh, mm. say more words about what's in that. So that's got um, roasted potatoes, stewed tomatoes, uh, corn chickpeas and like a tomato broth sauce oh man it's good it goes well with the the entree today okay all right well paired together um yep hey quickly you're you're running that that half in like a week or so yeah yeah nine days when do you start carb loading for that what do they tell you to do how do you just the night before otherwise it's just like dead weight (laughs) you just get yeah just get yeah, yeah not not a good situation all right well we continue to wonder how you're gonna do and we wish you the best yeah i appreciate that i have to go we're just too cordial this is weird without donna hey come on brian <laughs> you dummy your soup is terrible see now there that wasn't go. cordial but it felt better didn't it <laughs> yeah it did right, get out of here bye we gotta go bye. what's that guy's problem i have no idea what a jerk! You ever uh, you ever encounter him downstairs? Oh DC, yeah, of course. Brian? Yeah, okay. yeah. Does, does he know who you are? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because sometimes, a of times. sometimes in, in the world of radio, they oh, yeah. uh, they see you and don't, you know, just like ninety nine percent of the people who are listening right now, they hear you, mm-hmm. and you know, ninety nine percent of the people have a vision of what you look like, and there are ninety nine percent of people are probably wrong. <laughs>
It's just amazing. It's the beauty of this building, too. There are so many people that I've talked to and in interactions. I know you guys mentioned a couple weeks ago, no idea of their name and no idea anything more about them. But I try to introduce myself when I can. But sometimes it's just awkward. You're walking past each other in the hallway. You don't want to stop and have a full conversation, introduce oh. yourself. How's the family? Nobody wants to do that. So it's just something we all have to deal with. The birth canal for social anxiety coming into the world. Yeah. Is in our hallways. Yes. Because <laughs> they're about 100 yards long. Yep. And they are just, you see somebody from way down far, and then I feel pretty gregarious with people. I want to chat with them. Yeah. That situation, I despise it. I look down at the ground, then I look at the wall. Grab your phone. Oops, sorry. Got to take this call. Anything you can do to yep. get out of that. Uh, I'm going to get out of this show. I'm going to leave now. Uh, we'll be back. Hey, tomorrow, my old TV pal, Elizabeth Reese, she's going to be filling in. It's going to be a lot of fun. We hope that you listen. Coming up right after this, we've got the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And then stick around today, 3 o'clock, Lo J in the building. We love you long time. Bye now.